Hey y'all, welcome to another episode of the You Lucky I'm Safe podcast. I'm so happy you're here. I'm just popping in for a little bit of a disclaimer, all right? The audio is super trash. I don't know what happened, (laughs) but I could not like let this slide and I could not let the enemy make me feel defeated with this. So I was like, you know what? The Lord wants this to be out here. The Lord wants y'all to hear this message. So it's going to be some moments where you probably can't hear me. Um, but just turn up your speaker a little bit. I promise it is worth it all. Like I told you, this is a message that the Lord told me that needed to be out there for y'all. So please just listen to it all the way through. Again, I'm so sorry for the audio and I hope that this message blesses y'all and yeah, enjoy the episode. souls it's your girl jazz and ronnie and welcome to another episode of the you lucky i'm saved podcast where instead of fighting with fists we're fighting with faith i'm so happy to have you all here if you're new here hey what's up nice to meet you i'm so happy that you guys found this podcast and that you guys are just here to hear god's word and if you are already part of the saved souls fam what up how y'all doing welcome back fam I'm so happy to see you all here. But if you are new here, just in case you want to know what the You Lucky I'm Safe podcast is all about, well, the You Lucky I'm Safe podcast is about basically what we all go through. Life be lifing. And we use God's word as tools to be able to fight against the enemy, right? So if you are looking for a podcast that'll help you defeat the enemy whenever he's trying to talk at you and try to get you to get back to your old ways, or if you're not even newly saved and you're trying to figure out ways to get closer to God, to learn more about God, to get saved and defeat the enemy, this is the place to be. All right. So I'm so happy that you all are here. And like I said to the Save Souls fam, welcome back. I've missed you. All right. So we all know that last week I was not here. We did not have a podcast episode. Um, some personal things happened in my life that I needed to go to God about and talk to God about and really just sit at the feet of my father and just like get it together. Okay. So that is why uh, we did not have an episode last week, but you are going to get two episodes this week. So make sure you turn on the notifications so you don't miss the two episodes. All right. The second announcement I have is that episode 10 will be the season finale for the You Lucky I'm Safe podcast. It's holiday time, you know. I want y'all to spend time with your friends and family during this time, spend time with God. I need this time to spend time with my family and to spend time with God to hear what the next steps are for the You Lucky I'm Safe podcast, to just regroup and to just hear from my father and see what the new year holds for me, all right? So as you can see, I have my Bible (laughs) and... We're going to have a little bit of a Bible study. This episode, next episode is going to be different because it'll be a Bible study episode. Now, a little bit of a backstory as to why that is. Every message that I share with y'all on the pod, I pray to God about. I always pray to God about and to ask him to show me what the next message I should um, give to y'all, what he wants 
to communicate to y'all through me. Because I read this passage like maybe like a few weeks ago, I felt the Lord was telling me to share this with y'all and what I've learned and what I got from it. So yeah, that is what we will be doing, okay? So welcome to the very first Save Souls Bible Study. We here, we here. <laughs> so this is super exciting. I am so excited. Um, if you feel like my energy's down, I am so sorry. I apologize. I'm not feeling well, but I know that God called me to do this. And I wasn't going to skip another week for y'all, all right? Because this is super important for y'all to know. So I got my tea here, all right? So if you guys want to go ahead and pause before we start this Bible study, go ahead and make your tea. Go ahead and get some snacks. Go ahead and get your notebooks, some pen and paper. Get your notes app up. Get your Bibles out. Get your Bible app out. Because we are going to do a little bit of a deep dive for this Bible study. Before we get started, I know that there are different Bible study methods that people use. There's the SOAP method, which is scripture, observation, application, and prayer. There's the ACTS method, which is ask, chapter, think, and scripture. And then there is a REAP method, R-E-A-P, which is read, examine, apply, and pray. But for me personally, I don't know if this is an acronym already, but I use the PREACH method, which is pray, read, examine, apply, conversation, and hear. So with pray, before I open up my Bible, whenever I spend time with God um, to read his word, I pray and ask God what he wants to reveal to me, what he's trying to communicate with his word so that I'm able to fully understand what he is trying to tell me. R, which is read. With read, I read the chapter or chapters and take notes as I go. E is for examine. So I examine what the text says. What is the overall message? A, I apply. So I always think about, well, how can I apply this to my life? Where is this text like in my life right now? Like how can I see in my life at this moment being reflected in the text so that I can be able to walk the walk and not just talk the talk. You know what I'm saying? C, start a conversation. So I start a conversation with God and I go back to him with what I read and ask him like, okay, so this is what I got from it. This is how I'm going to apply it. What else do you want me to do with this? What more did you want to tell me about this? Am I missing something? Um, did I forget something? Did I overlook something? Anything that I can go back to God with, I'll go back. And then the last one is H for here. And I just hear from God. I take the time to just sit in silence or just go about my day and like worship him, praise him, and just hear from him to see if there's anything that I've missed. And I'll be like, Ooh, that's good God. And I'll write it down. And that is the preach method that I do. So the first thing with the preach method is like I said before, pray. So we're going to go ahead and pray. And invite God in and to just ask him to reveal things to us, to bring us some revelation through his word, all right? So bow your head, close your eyes. Lord God, thank you so much for allowing us to see another day. Thank you so much for providing your word to us. I know that there are a lot of people in this world who don't have the opportunity to be able to read your word because they would literally put their lives on the line to get to know you through reading your word and a lot of countries and places they ban your word so we want to pray for those who aren't able to 
have that opportunity or to be blessed to have the opportunity that we do here. We pray for them. We pray for their safety. And we pray that you reveal yourself to them every step of their journey of getting to know you. Lord God, I pray for everyone who is watching and listening to the podcast. I pray that you would open up their hearts and minds and you would open up my heart and my mind, our souls, um, our spirit, and also just our bodies to what you are trying to communicate through your word with this passage that you have given me to give to them, Lord God. Lord Jesus, I pray that you will use me as your vessel. Wherever you go, I will follow. And wherever you want to take this word outside of the notes that I have, because I barely have any notes, because you told me that I didn't need any notes, that I just needed to show up. And that is what I'm here to do, Lord God. I'm here to show up for you. And we're here to hear from you. I thank you and I praise you. In Jesus' name, amen. 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 Let's get started. So we're going to go ahead and read chapter seven and chapter eight of Joshua. Um, We're going to read up to verse 29 in chapter eight. I encourage you to go ahead and read a little bit of the backstory of everything about Joshua, how Joshua came about and how everything that is happening that we're about to read has come to play, okay? But I'm gonna give you a little bit of a backstory just so that we can all be on the same page, okay? So basically, God called for Joshua and commissioned Joshua to lead the people to the promised land because Moses was not going to make it to the promised land after him basically not putting his faith in God. And God was like, oh, okay, well, you're not gonna see the promised land, I'm gonna call somebody else. And that person was Joshua. Anyways, so when Moses died, Joshua became the next leader. And God was there for Joshua throughout the entire time. He kept giving him encouragement. Um, If you read Joshua chapter one, you hear God continuously tell him to be bold and courageous or be strong and courageous. And he promised Joshua that he'll be wherever he goes. He'll go ahead of him and he'll always be with him. Side note, when God repeats himself, like it's super important. He means business. He's trying to communicate something very important. God was very clear on what type of leader he wanted Joshua to be because he kept saying it multiple times throughout that chapter. That is what Joshua knew who he was and who he needed to be as a leader for the Israelites. So we are going to fast forward. Like the great story says, when you hear about Joshua and the battle of Jericho, right? You hear about how God instructed Joshua and the Israelites to walk around the walls of Jericho and how the walls came tumbling down. But that is the only story I feel like a lot of us have heard about Joshua. If you grew up in the church or if you're new in the church and you've heard about Joshua, that is the story that a lot of um, pastors and evangelists and speakers go to. But I feel like the story of Joshua is super, super important to read because you see how it looks when you fully put your trust and faith in God, when you know who you are in Christ, when he tells you who you are and you really live it out. I feel like a lot of teachers should like expound more or dig deeper into Joshua's story to help people of the church to fully understand 
certain things about themselves and who God is and his character. But aside from that, Joshua as the leader with the Israelites, like they were murking nations and kingdoms with God's help. Okay. Because God was like, look, I got y'all just make sure you do this, make sure you do that. And I'm going to go ahead and just take care of it. I'm going to handle it. I'm, I'm going to do it all for you. Just make sure that you are following my instructions. And Israel conquered Jericho, obviously. And of course, the word starts to circulate about the Israelites and the God of Israel and how strong the Israelites were from Egypt to this point. So now that we are a little bit caught up, we're going to go ahead and read Joshua chapter seven and chapter eight. All right, y'all. So this is your chance to go ahead and pause this video. All right. Open up your Bibles, open up your Bible app and read Joshua chapter seven and chapter eight, all the way to verse 29 in chapter eight. All right. Once you read it and you've read all of it, it's a lot. I'm just letting you know. Once you read it and you've read it, then come back and we're going to talk about it. All right. We're going to break it down. All right. So go ahead and pause it. I'll be waiting for y'all. All right. That was a lot to take in, a lot to read, but we are going to break it down. All right. Because this is some good stuff. Like I said, I read this a few weeks ago and God just downloaded so much to me. I have notes in my margins and I am so excited to share with you all what he has for us today. Okay. So we already did the R for the preach method, right? We prayed, we read. Now we're going to do the E part of preach, which is examine what the text is trying to tell us. So right now we're just going to look at verses six through nine. Okay. It says, then Joshua tore his clothes and fell face down to the ground before the ark of the Lord until evening, as did the Israelites of Israel. They all put dust on their hands. And that's when Joshua went and spoke to God and was like, what's going on? Like, you're going to make us look crazy. Like you're going to make yourself look crazy. If you allow for us to get defeated by our enemies, we've come this far. We might as well have just gone back. Right. And that's the thing though. Like I wanted to point out and God wanted me to point out to you. The thing about this is, is that we can go to God like Joshua did to God because Joshua had a personal relationship with God. Like in the previous episode that we had about religion versus relationship, like having your own personal relationship with God, you can go to God and ask questions. You can be like, God, this don't look like you. So why is this happening? Why are my enemies coming to defeat me? Like, why are we going to be defeated by our enemies? Like th this doesn't make sense. This isn't what you told me. This isn't what you promised. And God told me to write this down. If you know what I promised you and you feel like you've become restless in your waiting, or if something happens and it doesn't look like me or my character, that's where our one-on-one -on -one personal relationship comes in. Always come to me, ask me questions, and I will make it clear for you. And the Lord literally did just that starting from verse 10. Like the Lord then said to Joshua, stand up. Why have you fallen face down? Israel sinned. Like they went ahead and they took the things that were set apart for destruction. After I specifically told y'all that I didn't want for y'all to do that because I did not want you to be of this world. I wanted you to be in the world. Okay. I wanted you to have this land, but I didn't want you to follow the things of the land. This isn't something that I want for you. And I feel like this message for this Bible study is called stand up 
because the Lord wants you to stand up for what you believe in. He wants you to stand up for him and he wants you to stand up in what you know and who you know him to be. Like, you know, if you have a personal relationship with God, you know, his character, you know what he's promised you. And if it doesn't align, if your life doesn't align with what he's promised you, it is okay for you to go to him, stand up and go to him and ask him questions. Ask him, why is this happening, Lord? Is this still a part of the plan? Is this a part of the plan? Why am I at this point in my life, in this journey? You told me that I was supposed to be here, but where I'm standing right now, it doesn't look that way. Like you can have those types of conversations with God. That is why having a personal relationship with him is super, super important. Now, the second thing that I have to say about this text is that in order for you to move forward towards what God has promised, you have to remove the things that are set apart for destruction. So if God has told you to get rid of that boyfriend, get rid of that girlfriend, or if God has told you to get rid of that friend, if God has told you to stop smoking, if God has told you to stop drinking, if God has told you to move, do different things differently, like anything that is set up for your destruction, God's telling you to get rid of, to sacrifice, to get out of your life, you have to do that or else your life will be like, you won't be able to make it to where God has promised because it'll be a distraction. It'll bring you destruction. And a lot of times we want to keep the things where like, oh, well, God, you know, like smoking, like keeps me sane. Um, drinking helps me make it through the rough time that I'm going through right now and all these things. But in the same breath and the same token, those things are taking the place of God. Those things have now become your idols, have become your God. Like God wanted those things set apart for destruction, like the different gods that were in that land that he didn't want them to worship. Like you are literally doing that with smoking and you are doing that with drinking. You're doing that with that girlfriend or with that boyfriend or with that friend or with any circumstance, right? Because you've put them above God. You go to them, you lean on that substance, you lean on that person instead of going to God and asking God, okay, well, what do you want me to do here? How do you want me to proceed? How do you want me to be able to make it to the other side to what you've promised. And that is why I say that this Bible study topic is called stand up because you have to stand up for what you believe in. You have to stand up for God and you have to stand up for what you know to be true. So at the end of chapter seven, we see how Joshua took the instruction of God of how he needed to basically get rid of the person or the things that were set apart from their camp in order for them to move forward. Like I said before, God before Jesus, like he was like, get rid of them, stone them, kill them, burn them, get get them out the way. They don't need to be anywhere, right? Akin, his whole, like everything that belonged to him, his family, his sons, his daughters, his donkey, like his tent, all that was def- like, was gone. Like they needed to get rid of it. They killed them. They burned everything and they just like, we need to get the evil out of our camp. So I don't know who needs to hear this, but if there's someone that God is telling you that you need to get rid of, if there's something that you've been holding on to that you've been putting in the place of God that God has told you to get rid of, you need to get rid of it. Get rid of the evil from your camp. Not to the extent of how they did in the Old Testament, because honey, 
they committed murder, okay? Like they killed people. <laughs> but now that we have Jesus, we don't have to do that. We can walk away from things. We can put things down. We can completely like be like, you know what? I don't need this anymore because I have Jesus. Jesus takes the place. Jesus died so that I don't have to go to smoking. So I don't have to go to the bottle so that I don't put this pastor or this man or this woman that I'm dating or anything like that above him. I have Jesus. I can go to him. I can talk to him. I can get my instructions in order for me to make it to what he's promised. All right. So now we're going to go ahead and go to chapter eight. Now, like I said, this is a lot y'all. God really wanted me to tell you that like, you can't be discouraged. Like your life in the beginning, like with the Israelites, like they were on the up. Like they were defeating nations, taking down nations, taking land that um, God had promised them after defeating certain people. They were champs at this point. Like people around the way heard about them. They were in fear of them and the God of Israel, right? Then at that point, when they saw that they were being defeated by their enemies, they were kind of like, well, God, like what's going on? Why is this happening to us? Why are the why are my enemies coming against me? And during that time, like we all know, like I said, like God told them where the evil lied and why they weren't becoming triumphant in this season. But that's the whole point of when you are down and when you are in a wilderness season or when you're in the season of questioning, you got to go to God and ask him, well, what's going on so that he can give you the instructions that you need. And in chapter eight, God gave them just that. Like once they got rid of the evil that was set apart for destruction, once they burned it, killed it and took it out of their lives, God was able to tell them, okay, so boom, this is what's next. And God told them what to do next, like step by step. He said, do not be afraid or discouraged. That was the first thing that he told Joshua after all that went down, after you get rid of the things that don't serve you, that no longer serve you, that aren't meant to serve you, and you aren't meant to serve, now let's get back to the task at hand. Let me give you the play-by-play. So with that in chapter eight, God literally told him like, I have handed over to you the king of I, his people, and the city and the land. Like, it's already done. All you have to do is this, that, and the third, right? He said, the Lord, your God will hand over everything to you. And Joshua told the Israelites everything that the Lord had told him. And literally everything the Lord told Joshua, what was going to happen, like everything that the Lord told Joshua was going to happen, happened. How he was like, okay, this is what you're going to do. You're going to hide some people in the ambush. Okay. You're going to go up against the people and the people of I are going to leave their kingdom and it's going to like, nobody's going to be there in order for the ambush to come in and take over the city, take over the kingdom, take over the land. And y'all just fall back. They're going to think that y'all are running away because they think that they're being defeated. But instead with their backs turned, y'all are going to defeat them. And that is all with the help of God. And I highlighted verse 20 in chapter eight, and it says the men of I turned and looked back and smoke from the city was rising to the sky. They could not escape in any direction. And the troops who had fled to the wilderness now became the pursuers. And God put in some notes for me in the margins I had written down with God on your side, he will turn whatever against you around. 
You once fled, but now you'll become the pursuer. Stand up. People will look at you, like I said, at, you were on top before, right? Like the Israelites were like, you were defeating things. You were overcoming things. You were breaking generational curses. You were going ahead and get, getting that job, making steps towards financial freedom. You were healing over that breakup. You were just on and up and up. Like you were up here, right? But sometimes in certain seasons of your life, you may look like, you are fleeing from things. It may look like in a season of isolation, in a season of wilderness, it seems like you are backing down from things that may look scary, right? But that's not it at all. Like God is literally preparing you in that season in order for you to defeat that thing. And you see that in this passage, right? They once were fleeing and then they became the pursuers. They became the people who went after the thing. Instead of the thing coming after them, instead of the enemy coming after you, you go back at the enemy and you're like, look, this is what the word says. This is what my father told me to do. And this is what I'm gonna do. And that is how you defeat anything that the enemy throws at you. You stand up, you become the pursuer. You become obedient to God. You listen to God. You go to God with any questions that you have that may not look like him, that may not look like your char- his character because of the things that he's promised you. If you go to him, he'll tell you what the issue is. He'll let you know the next steps. He'll let you know what's going on. And then he'll give you the instructions that you need in order for you to make the steps towards your promised land, towards the things that he has promised you. And it's not a place where you're going to be at forever. Like I said, when you have a personal relationship with God, you can go back to him. You can talk to him about what are the next steps for me? Why do things look bleak here? Why am I suffering? What is the whole point of this if you said that this is the end result? That is when you go to him. Also in verse 25 in chapter 8, It says the total of those who fell that day, both men and women, once it was all said and done, once they defeated the king of Ai and they took over Ai, there were 12,000 who were defeated, who fell that day. And all of them were the people of Ai. The people of Israel were not touched that day. None of them were defeated because God had promised them a thing. God said that it's already yours. It's already yours. This is just Go ahead and be obedient and do what I say to do. And in the margins I have in my notes, it says, trust and obey God. You will not be defeated. You may not have everything that you need in order for you to defeat the thing. You may not have everything you need in order for you to take on the business that God placed on your heart. You may not have everything you need to create the podcast. You may not have everything that you need to start your ministry. But with God, with your trust and faith in God, that doesn't matter. Your 3,000 can defeat the 12,000 and you won't be touched because of the fact that you have God on your side. God gave you instruction. God will always be there with you from the beginning to the end. He'll be with you all the days of your life. He told you not to be afraid or to be discouraged, that he will hand everything to you. Anything that you may have questions about or anything, like he will give that to you. He will give you the answers. You just have to go to him. Stand up, have firm faith, trust, and belief that God will do it. 
trust that he is going to do what he said he's going to do because he always does. So now we are at the A part of the preach method, which is apply the text. Okay. So how does this apply to your life and how can you move forward differently now that you've read and examined the text? So go ahead and take out your notebooks and write that down. I'm going to go ahead and share with you how it applies for me in the verse where it says that they took everything that was in the tent that was set apart for destruction. They spread them out in the Lord's presence. And that's what we literally have to do. Any struggle, any sin that we are dealing with, we have to lay all of that at the Lord's feet. And that is what I'm doing presently with my finances, just laying everything at the Lord's feet being obedient, hearing from him, spending time with him, strengthening my personal relationship with him so that I don't miss anything that he tells me. If there's something that he tells me that I need to get rid of, I'm like, boop, okay, that needs to go. Like for instance, a few months back, he told me to just block out the noise and shut down like social media. Like don't even go on social media. I was on social media for about like three months and he wanted me to block out everything so I could prepare for this time with being on the Lucky I'm Safe podcast and creating this and collabing with him. With that, like I strengthened my relationship with God. I was able to hear him more clearly. I was able to follow the instructions that he gave me. Like everything was just so much better when he told me to just sacrifice that thing, get rid of social media for a little while until I tell you it's time to get back on there. That was when I was able to hear the instructions of what I need to do next. I'm always going to go to God with questions. That is something that I always do. Anything that I'm confused about, anything that pops up, I'm like, God, what is this? Help me. Like, is this a part of the plan? If it is, how am I supposed to get through this? How am I supposed to get out of that? What do you want me to do? Like, I always have to go to God with questions um, instead of taking matters to my own hands. The second thing that I have to do is remove any distractions, anything that will keep me from looking to him for the answers. Um, and I have to lay everything down that I'm struggling with. Like I said, in verse 23, they took everything out of the tent and they spread them out in the Lord's presence. So lay down your struggles, um, lay down your sin, anything at the feet of the Lord so that he can take that from you. He doesn't want you to worry about anything. Like there's a verse in the Bible that says, be anxious for nothing. So because God wants you to be anxious for nothing, like, all you can do is lay it at his feet and just move on and move forward to what he wants you to do. Then the third thing that I am going to do with applying with this text is with God on my side, he'll always turn everything around for my good to where he will always get the glory. So even when things look crazy, even when things look bleak, even when things don't look like they're going my way, I know that ultimately they are going to be for the good and the goodness of God. And then I have nothing to worry about because God got me. Like, because I have a relationship with God, he is going to make sure that I am good. No matter what that looks like, even if it doesn't look like how I want it to look like, it's going to be good at the end of the day. Now we are at the C part of the preach method, which is conversations with God and also to hear from him. So now it's your turn. Go back and reread the text. Take some notes on your own. Ask God what more he wants you to get from it. And just go back in conversation with him. Open up your heart. Pray. Stay silent just to hear from him. Spend time with God in that moment. Just give him everything that you have. Like lay it at his feet and ask him what he wants you to do with what you've learned next.
So we're going to go ahead and pray and close out. This is the first Save Souls Bible study, and I really loved it. I feel like God really spoke to us through this um, and through this passage and through this word. And I hope that he spoke to you too. If you all can just bow your head and close your eyes and just ask God to reveal some things for us, okay? Lord God, I thank you so much for your word. Thank you so much for showing us who Joshua was to you. Thank you for showing us who you were to Joshua. Thank you so much for showing us how to stand up in our belief, stand up in our faith and in our trust in you, to be able to go to you, to ask you what to do next. If things don't look right, if things look bleak, if it doesn't show or represent what you've told us or who or represent who you are, that we have that freedom to be able to come to you and ask you those questions as to why, as to what's going on, as to what, where are you taking me? <laughs> We're thankful that you have allowed for Jesus to die on the cross in order for us to be able to have that one-on-one -on -one with you, to go straight to you and ask exactly what it is that you want us to see, exactly what you want us to do, and giving us clear instruction so that we're not lost or trying to do it on our own. You don't want us to be fearful. You don't want us to be discouraged. You want us to have faith and trust in you, to be bold and courageous like you called Joshua to be. Lord God, we are so thankful that you have this word for us to get to know more about you. And when we get to know more about you, we get to learn more about ourselves. And we are so thankful. We praise you and we honor you. Bless everyone here who is listening and who is watching this podcast, that they will take this word and apply it and they will go ahead and walk that walk instead of talking the talk, Lord God that they will stand up in their faith, stand up in their belief in you and in who you are to know that you have their back. We thank you and we honor you and we love you. In Jesus' name, amen. Wow. So thank you all for being here today. If you are watching here on YouTube, make sure you like, comment, and subscribe. And make sure you share this word to your friends and family because a lot of people don't know about these types of stories about Joshua. Like, I didn't know these types of stories about Joshua. Like, this was really, like, enlightening. Like, so many things were revealed for me <laughs> when I read this. And if you are listening to this episode anywhere you listen to podcasts, make sure you rate this podcast and share with everyone so that everyone can get this word, honey, okay? And make sure that you... Give me some feedback on how you felt about the Bible study. If you want more Save Soul Bible studies, all right, in the next season. Um, if you want to have a community where we have our own Bible studies, definitely make sure that you put that in the comments. I love to hear feedback. And yeah, I'll catch you guys later. I hope that you all have a beautiful, beautiful day. Keep that light in your hearts and minds, y'all. And if you don't got that light, Get that light, all right? I'll catch you guys later. Peace.